Good morning for Tuesday, May 17, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page this morning. Inquiry focuses on banks' role in crisis. Judge denies bail for IMF leader over sex charges. And Japanese ignored or long-hid nuclear risks. In today's national headlines, costly hairstyle is a trend that draws thieves. Governor Brown says California deficit cut in half. In today's business headlines, Nasdaq drops a bid to buy rival NYSE. No word on BP Rosneft deal as deadline passes. And ultimatum on job assistance holds up trade deals. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too. A roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. This is the top story. Inquiry focuses on banks' role in crisis. Eric T. Schneiderman, the New York Attorney General, has requested information and documents in recent weeks from three major Wall Street banks, about their mortgage securities operations during the credit boom, indicating the existence of a new investigation into practices that contributed to billions in mortgage losses. Officials in Schneiderman's office have also requested meetings with representatives from Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, and Morgan Stanley, according to people briefed on the matter. The inquiry appears to be quite broad, with the Attorney General's request for information covering many aspects of the bank's securitization operations, They bundled thousands of home loans into securities that were then sold to investors, such as pension funds, mutual funds, and insurance companies. It is unclear which parts of the Byzantine securitization process Schneiderman's focusing on. His spokesman said the Attorney General would not comment on the investigation. Several civil suits have been filed by federal and state regulators since the financial crisis erupted in 2008, some of which have generated settlements and fines, notably a $550 million deal between Goldman Sachs and the Securities and Exchange Commission. But even more questions have been raised in private lawsuits filed against the banks by investors and others who say they were victimized by questionable securitization practices. Some litigants have contended, for example, that the banks dumped loans they knew to be troubled into securities and then misled investors about the quality of those underlying mortgages when selling the instruments. Another potential area of inquiry, the billions of dollars in credit extended by Wall Street to aggressive mortgage lenders that allowed them to continue making questionable loans for longer than they otherwise could have done. Part of what prosecutors have the advantage of doing right now, here as elsewhere, is watching the civil suits play out as different parties fight over who bears the loss, said Daniel Richmond, a professor of law at Columbia University. That's a very productive source of information. Officials at Bank of America and Goldman Sachs declined to comment about the investigation. Morgan Stanley did not respond to a request for comment. During the mortgage boom, Wall Street firms bundled hundreds of billions of dollars in home loans into securities that they sold very profitably to investors. After the real estate bubble burst, the perception took hold that the securitization process as performed by the major investment banks contributed to the losses generated in the crisis. Critics contend that Wall Street's securitization machine masked the existence of dubious home loans and encouraged reckless lending because pooling the loans and selling them off allowed many participants to avoid responsibility for the losses that were generated. 